Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? Hello, what have we here? I just assumed he's a walking. Welcome, welcome to episode number 32 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. It is March 26th, and as usual, not as usual actually, we are not joined by our posh friend, Kev Garbit, sadly. Um, oh, yes, we are. Here we are. Here oh, up. wait. Is that him? Here we are, chaps. I appreciate this. Um, uh, I saw in the petition today, uh, as a member of the Queen's Army of England from Nottingham, I uh, signed the petition to uh, have all the movies removed from canon. All the movies. I'm genuinely happy to be here. Oh, genuinely, genuinely happy to be here. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's not Kevin. That's your boy, Jimmy, your co-host, right here, right now. There he is. How you doing, James? I am doing swell. How are you, my friend, Ed? How are you doing today? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Not too shabby indeed. So we have a treat for the listeners this, for this episode. A big treat. A Cadbury egg kind of treat. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Uh... So tonight, for you guys, we have a special guest. His name is Josh Nelson. Josh, how you doing, buddy? Dude, I am doing fantastic. Thanks uh, so much for having me on. It's it's uh, it's an honor. It really is. You guys are the bomb is. Yeah. Uh, thanks. thanks for being here. I really appreciate that. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, I actually special guested on his podcast, Stranger Brews, right? That yeah, absolutely. Fun. That was that was like this guy knows a lot about beer. That was badass, man. I was like, oh, totally blown away. I love when you when Dallas invited and you guys invited me on to that. Dallas Wood is also a host on on it, and he, I, I was like, oh my god, I love talking about beer. This is almost like talking about Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. It's like fit like a glove. <clears throat> so uh, yeah. I'll get the scruff out of the way here. Our email address is scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. You can email us any questions or what have you for us to talk about. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slush slash slush slush <laughs> scruffy podcasters. Uh, follow us on Twitter at scruffy podcast. Go slush yourself. You can find James at Hebrew 207. You can find me at Scruffy Ed B. You can find Kev at KPG1974. Josh, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on 
Twitter at uh, Josh Tuck Nelson. <laughs> nice. So you can leave us some reviews on iTunes. It'll help people find us and not hate us so much. Yeah. All right, James. Anything happened to you, Star Warsy? <laughs> Uh, I went to my local comic book store, Newberry Comics, located on Newberry Street in Portland, Maine. And uh, shout out to my boys at Newberry Comics. Uh, I committed to the subscription of all incoming Star Wars comics from now and non-infinitium. That didn't make sense at all. But from now until forever, until I decide that shit's too expensive and I cancel it, I sign up for every god damn subscription to comic they had there what? starting with the throng comic yeah is that expensive do you get a discount when you do that i don't know but at the time <laughs> i i i felt that uh things were indifferent and uh you know i just had the urge to go and donate some money to the star wars cause you know i don't know what i was thinking you weren't on any mood altering substances at the time right Never. Never, never. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. But, uh, yeah, no, it was a good time, so I started, I didn't sign up for all the comics, so I'm just teasing. I would be fucked. Uh, no, I just signed up for a couple. Just a couple comics. So, uh, there. Yeah, nice. Whatever. I read the, Vader, the latest Vader comic, where they go to, yeah. they talk about, oh, they go to Mon Cal. That was cool. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. And Radis was there. It's really cool. That was pretty cool. With Akbar. Um Akbar? Yeah, Akbar was there. General Akbar. Akbar or whatever. The general snack bar? Yeah. Snack bar. <laughs> it's a frap. <laughs> yeah, so my that was I try I went to Target looking for some Star Wars shit. I mainly was looking for the big Funko Porg. But I don't think it's out yet. They're, ma- they're making like that thing? they're gonna make it like eight inches or something. Jesus, that's a big porg, right? Jesus, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Josh, you can talk about your week if you want, but I do have a couple questions for you because you're a new guest. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> do you are you team porg <laughs> i am team islamari thank you very much uh the islamari are my are my dudes and uh that's all i'm gonna say about that this man is clearly a reader of the timothy zahn variety of authored novels um yes yeah this man's my boy right here that's all that needs to be said done yep james is already a fan of you Fuck Kev. Kev, you fired. <laughs> I want that Black Series Thrawn death scene. <laughs> oh, that son of a bitch. Hey, you know what, Josh? As long as you're not fucking here preaching some Kenobi is the parent of Ray bullshit, you're going to do just fine with the scruffy-looking podcasters. Don't be some that says, Oh, no, Ray's a Kenobi! Ray's a Kenobi! That's what Kev sounds like in his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next question. Ready? Go for it. What got you into Star Wars? And when? 
So the uh, you all you all remember the the VHS the with the unaltered editions with the cool uh, black jacket box. covers. Yeah, the black box. You got the stormtrooper face, the Yoda. Yoda for the, yeah. yeah, the Yoda. Yeah. Yep. And the Vader. Vader was for A New Hope. The Stormtrooper was for Empire. Yoda was for Jedi. Just for, yep, exactly. And uh, I've, I basically wore that that uh, VHS rewind machine or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, I wore that thing out because I kept watching and watching and watching. And I don't. It was so random because you know I, my parents just had it lying around, and I was like, "What's this?" And my parents aren't big into Star Wars, but they were like, "Oh, well, this is Star Wars. Let's 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 do this. Put it in." Way we go, and I have not gone back since. To I mean, it's I've been obsessed with it since I was a kid. So nice. that's kind of how I got into it. <laughs> that's and awesome, you, man. Yeah, that's and you awesome. got into Thrawn, obviously, right? Yep, yep. And I'm trying to remember how I got into Thrawn. Somebody told me about it. Heir to the Empire uh, trilogy. Yeah, yep. Timothy's on, and mm. uh, I actually I just listened to that. Uh, only recently, so it would have been. I think it was like sometime. Uh, what was it like three years ago? Oh, wow. because Star. You know what I mean? Like that's the Star Wars has been uh, wild ever since. You know, Force Awakens came out. Everyone starts talking about it. But uh, I was like, you know what? I need some. I need some filler. And someone I think recommended Timothy's on, and I'm so glad because he's one of my favorite Star Wars authors. That and, and James Lucino is pretty good too. Mm. Lucino is pretty good. I yeah, do like him. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have a favorite movie? <sighs> I mean, I, I'm going to be one of those fucking stereotypical assholes, but I'm just going to say Empire is probably my favorite. I got to say, The Last Jedi uh, dethroned uh, Return of the Jedi for me. So, I think that's like number Ooh. two or number three. We need to talk about know. that later. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Return of the Jedi. It goes back and forth between that and Empire for me. <clears throat> but Last Jedi is making a... I, I'm still at the initial stages, so I can't really place it anywhere right now, but it's definitely top five. It kind of has to be, really, if yeah. you think about it. But, uh, and you got to think of it as, as a middle movie. You know what I'm saying? Like You think about it as one movie, it's different. You got to think of all the factors in play for this movie and then judge it. It's like Empire Strikes Back. Same kind of deal. Yeah. Agreed. Well, and people hated that when that first came out, right? right? I mean, people were like, what What crap is this? And now it's like the most beloved movie in, the tr- in all of fucking Star Wars. So, you know. It is. It is. And at the oh, time, uh, it received such not amazing reviews. People hated it. It was terrible. Wait, Darth Vader is Luke's father? Father? What the fuck? Leia is a whore because she's kissing Luke but loving Han? I, what the hell? I mean, it, it's, it was a shocker, man. It was a shocker. And well, I was kept complaining I was, about it. I was reading something because, like, Vader said, no, I'm your father. So then people were thinking, Luke isn't a Skywalker? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if Vader's his father, then Luke isn't. Anakin's son or something. You know what I'm saying? So people yeah, are yeah, hypothesizing yeah. that direction. 
Well, that's what happened. People people hypothesize, right? They get it in their head. Something's going to happen. They get you know they get all uh, their their panties yep. in a twist, mm-hmm. and then the movie comes out. It's not ex- at all what they wanted or expected, and then they're like, "How dare you?" Yeah, and, and like, their oh, theory yeah. sucks. Yeah, yep. D- Disney Agreed. can read Agreed. read everyone's minds. We forgot about that. I didn't sign the contract, but they read everyone's minds, and that's how they make the movies. That's just what happens. No, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, well, they couldn't read minds when they uh, hired Phil Lord and Chris Miller, but for Solo. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Stick burn. Man, I hope they're not listening to this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good segue, but we skipped the Are You Kidding Me segment that we're in, Kev was supposed to do tonight, so we're not. Are you that. kidding me? <laughs> I'm blind. I'm blind. I love that. I'm too. blind. Are you kidding me? Anyway, uh, so we're gonna go right into the news. Like I said, Phil Lord and Chris Miller actually came out at the GLAS Animation Festival and said that they elected to take executive producer credit for the movie. I heard about this. So, what do you think? That, I mean, there's more news about them coming up, but uh, what do you think about that? You think there's more to it that they're not saying? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. At this point, I don't think so at all. I think that's that was probably a good move for them. I think, they, and they're trying to play it off cool. You know what I mean? They're trying to to really say, "Hey, we're we're cool about this, despite what people think." And you know, that could. That could be either go great for him or go really bad for him. But I mean, I don't have a personal problem with him, so I mean, it, I don't care. But yeah, and so this leads us into Vulture.com's article from an unknown actor who didn't want to be named, who worked on Solo, and talks about how the film had its troubles and you know what went on with uh, Lord and Miller. So he said. Lord and Miller would demand more than 30 takes for a given scene. And then they wouldn't be clear on what they wanted. So, And and when Ron Howard, apparently when he came on, it was only like two to three takes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a big fucking difference, Ed. You're pointing out there very cleverly, as you always are. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of time. And that I think that was one of the things Kathleen Kennedy was saying recently. I can't remember when, where it was, but she was saying the meeting deadlines and stuff wasn't happening. So. Well, they're they're with used Lord to Miller, improv. With Lord Miller. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of their shtick. Yeah, and animation, which is like you can just that's probably easier, I assume, than like trying to manipulate actual people to Humans. express right. what you want. <clears throat> but uh yeah so then they they talks about how when Ron Howard came on he took control and you could feel it throughout the set and he got uh respect immediately so cuz he's you know really confident i mean he's on the board of the directors G-O. guild or whatever yeah parent teacher organization <laughs> <laughs> uh and they and he said he's a really <laughs> easy guy to work with so they and they used the same script. They didn't change any of it. 
any of it and pretty much redid most of it 90 percent that's that's what i've heard about around around 90 yeah. percent but i still think that that uh john and lawrence kazadin felt that they were they were you know that ron howard was going to do them a service like do the script service because they weren't even i think phil phil uh phil lord and christopher miller were like damn the script we're gonna we're gonna start doing our own thing and i mean that's that's lawrence kazadin you don't fucking throw away a kazadin script to your own adventure you know what i mean yep sure no i get what you're saying i get what you're saying i think that was my biggest gripe because i have mad respect for lawrence yeah, he was responsible for planting a lot of seeds that created Han Solo's character. I mean, right. later seeds, but still seeds. Um, so yeah, he talked the unknown actor talked about how like Lord and Miller were able to use whole sets for their scenes, and but with Ron coming in and it was rushed and it was later, they had to use just he just used parts of those sets. So you're gonna see less wide angle shots and more close up right really yeah they couldn't get everybody together again so you had to do like tight shots where it's just aldrin and daenerys targaryen you know what i mean like (laughs) just the two of them together rather than the two of them with all the extras that's what's gonna suck we just hope that the original shots shot by lord and miller will match up seamlessly and the actors can remember what they were doing fucking when they shot that with the new howard rolls the short takes if they even use anything they did if they even use anything they did but i feel like they're gonna have less of the short takes and more of the long takes i trust ron ronnie o- why do i keep calling these these celebrities by their first names because <laughs> like you I know, know them right? ron. Ron. yeah no, yeah fucking ron. Ron. ron yeah <laughs> Hey, we fucking know who Ronnie is. Ronnie ain't going to fucking produce shit for us. Yeah, Ronnie's yeah. going to fucking do good by us. He's going to be all right. We're going to fucking bring this home, make some money for everybody. That's, That's exactly cool. what Kathleen That's fucking is. Ronnie. Yeah. Ooh, Ronnie's a good guy. Well, he brought a, rel- a lot of relief to that set, apparently. Um, yeah. And, and he also mentions, you know, the uh, acting coach? That everyone was going, what the fuck about for Alden Einreich? It actually yeah. worked. It's mentioned that it worked. Like it it got Han Solo, Harrison Ford out of him. Sure, sure. Really? Huh. I didn't I didn't even think we needed that. I thought he was doing like kind of his own little spin. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but trying to be super Harrison Ford. I thought so too. But this article mentions how Lucasfilm wanted more of it, of Han Solo, Harrison Ford, and all. They wanted Alden to like try and do it, and the coaching worked. So well, that's good. I mean, hey, if it, if it works, it's just you know you got to wonder if if it's just a straight imitation, how good it would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the spokesperson for Mil- Lord and Miller actually came out and said that all of this is completely inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> so take it. How you will. I will take it as I will, as I always do. Uh, Also, we got more solo news. Comicbook.com posted a picture of Kira, the uh, toy packaging. Kira Knightley? No, Kira. Kira. 
Oh, yes. Q I R. Yeah, yeah. Daenerys Targaryen for the viewers out there, for the people. And there's actually a description on it. It says at, and it's it's her in the trailer from the beginning of the trailer in that um, outfit she's wearing. And it says at 18 years of age, young Kira is already enmeshed in a life of crime working for a gang on Corellia. Damn, that's a yeah. lot of info. Yeah, sure. So that pretty much confirms that that chase scene in the trailer is on Corellia, right? Right. Old school days when they were young, they made that bond when they were children. Continue, Ed. <laughs> yes. So I, pff, I'm fine with that. Like I half assumed it was, and from the EU and. You know, they make ships, obviously, Corellian Corvette. You'd think Corellia is like a industrialized kind of planet, right? So it kind of fits into that mold, I think. Like I'm an e- Earth. I'm excited to see it. Yep. 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 And I saw... Like a... Uh, oh, sorry. And the Old Republic, Corellia is in there, too, and it's very industrialized as well. But there's no water like you see in the trailer, so I don't know. I, I always peg Corellia as... If England were everywhere, the working man, the royalty, and the people, they're drunk all day, every day, doing their jobs and going home. That's what I peg Corelli as. I like to think it's like more like America. but Well, that's true because they never had any English accents. Yeah, I think Coruscant's more like England, maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, they speak the fucking Queen's language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not the Liverpool Scouses. No offense to people from Liverpool. So anyway, uh, per Yak Face, they, there's some other merchandise coming out, like bottle toppers and toys and stuff that show that that dude that we see in the trailer wearing all that. Um, he's like a chief, chieftain. He's got all that garb with the mask and the spikes and shit. I think he has a skull helmet on, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and there's like Arabesh but not Arabesh written on it or something. And that intrigues me. I want to know everything about that guy. Because, you know, he kind of reminds me of the, uh, like, Rufio from Lost Boys and Hook. Like, he's got all the weird, you know, angular shapes and he's got the bones and he looks kind of, you know, it it almost looks like he's wearing one of those Native American necklaces. You know what I'm talking about? That go over the... Like the chief, so that you, you got the chief part. I just wonder if it's like, like, like crime boss or crime. I know Lord. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I'm picking up what yeah. you're putting down. Yeah, yeah, you get that. Yeah, I wonder like how if because I got the impression like primitive, tribal kind of deal, but maybe not. Maybe he's like actually a legit, like what you're saying. Yeah, like a hook. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Mm, I like that a lot. Deep. Well, he's in a gang, though, so you got to think. I mean, I guess, right? The gang, the gang, Cloud Riders gang yeah, or yeah. something Oh, like yeah, that. so I was going to say, his name is Enfys Nest. Enfys Nest. We don't really know yet. But uh, he's a leader of the Cloud Rider gang. And... Sounds like the prelude to the Cloud Car Gang at Cloud City. Ooh. <laughs> That's a deep put on, connection. Put on oh, your tinfoil hats. 
Anyway, so the toy said, in a quote, the Cloud Rider gang led by Enfys Nest terrorizes the skies atop the mean-looking, atop their mean-looking swoop bikes. Little more than engines with seats, swoops are hard to control, but capable of incredible speed. I hope they say the word swoop (laughs) in the movie, because... They need to, because that would be a throwback to my rant last week in Shadows of the Empire when we were introduced to the swoop for the first time in EU literature. It was Shadows of the Empire. You had that swoop game on Tatooine when Luke went back, back to Obi-Wan Kenobi's little hut, found the books, reassembled his lightsaber in that book period, Shadows of the Empire, not just before Return of the Jedi. He had that green lightsaber when he faced Shizor, when Leia got her outfit as Bush and did not fucking cheapen out that bullshit <laughs> thanks to Maz Khan Kanata and that fucking Star Wars Destiny shit that fucking happened two weeks ago, which was bullshit. Yes, we know you're pissed about that. <laughs> listen, listen I, bought, I have a no ill feel, ill will. Yes, I do. I do a lot. But I try not to. James likes Bush. I do. Well, I like the original story of the Boosh. <laughs> Who doesn't like the original story of the Boosh? You know? I thought that was more of an 80s thing. Oh, it totally was. It was a big fucking deal. <laughs> did, did anyone catch that? Did anyone get that? Yeah, Bush. I don't, fuck, I don't Bush. fucking know. Boosh. Boosh. But any, anyways, anyways. <laughs> anyways, continuing on. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Well, it's we see them in the trailer, right? On speeder bikes. We we assume we're speedy bike speeder bikes, but that's probably we them. back to wait, are we back to the solo trailer? Sorry, what? Yeah. Remember? Yeah, okay. Remember in the part where he drops the thing from the ship and you see these speeder bikes trying to hold on to it and then it crashes in the side of the mountain? Yeah, 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 yeah. When he's on wait, the train and shit. Were those speeder bikes? I think so, yeah. Were those swoops? Huh. They all had like cables connecting them oh, to the uh, to that cargo. I didn't know what that was when I first saw it. So now, now that I now that you've said it was like swoop bikes or whatever, I'm gonna go look and see if it seems like that to me now. Yeah, I think they are bikes, and I just thought speeder bikes, but swoops. I love that fucking name. Well, the Swoops is such a fucking great name. And again, it was re-int- it was introduced in Shadows of the Empire, 1996, by Steve Perry, who wrote that novel. Great novel. I read it two weeks ago. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, what is this? I got beer here. Nice. We got the uh, second fiddle double IPA, one pint of India Pale Ale from this home place of Vermont, where I am broadcasting to you from tonight. Dude, second fiddle is a really good beer. I'm not going to lie about that. Are you going to take Kev up here when he comes up to visit in May? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You should try Mastermind. That's another good one they make. Good stuff. Good stuff. You release it like a couple times a year. But anyway, that's beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the beer. So So they actually we here. actually know the name of that planet where that train Andor? is. Vandor? Vandor, yeah, and James at making Star Wars, or James, Jason at making Star Wars a while ago already, like, called it, but there you go, Vandor. 
wonder what that planet's going to be. Is it the one with the train, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the one with the train, the sort of ice, snow planet. Mountains. Mountains and shit. He fucking jumps on the top of the train, starts hitting the guy. All that shit. It, it kind of and reminds fist. me of the the old Rogue One, or not Rogue One, the uh, Rogue Squadron games for N64. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Rogue Squadron where you had the train and you had like the, the world devastators and shit. Holy yeah. fuck, dude. You're pulling into some deep EU expanded universe legends shit right now. That's I crazy. know, man. That game that rocks. Great. Uh-huh. I love that game. You should, you should, you should give it a shot. You just play it again. Should I give it? No, I should I give it a shot? I gave it ten thousand shots twenty years ago when it came out. Hey, we'll <laughs> give it a reshot. Well, I will give it a fucking reshot. Sure, sure. Go buy a sixty-four. I got the sixty-four. Oh my god, I got the setup. Oh, don't even talk to me, Ed. You seen it? Oh man, NES, Super mine. NES, uh, Intellivision, Sixty-four, Wii with the GameCube games and the Xbox. I love it. Yeah, he's got the like a thing. sixty-five-inch like LED TV, and then like a Nintendo sitting right next. To it. <laughs> Dude, I, that was fucking all connected together. That, man, the Super Nintendo was the first system I ever had. It's fucking great. Well, hey, let's talk about Ed. He was like, oh, well, as Ed has seventy-five-inch TV, because clearly it had to be bigger than mine. Cocksucker, got to compensate. Oh, sure, sure, sure. For my small house. But anyway, we digress. Um, So, I think we're kind of formulating a little bit of a plot for this movie. Where you get, you start out with, uh, when they're young, 18-ish. On Corellia. Oh, Solo, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, Queen Daenerys Targaryen, a.k.a. Emily Adalia. Or whatever fuck her name is, a.k.a. Kira in this movie, Solo, A Star Wars Story. So in that description for the toy, it says she's working for a gang on Corellia. Do you think it's that same gang? The Cloud Rider gang? The prelude to the Cloud Car gang? <laughs> I don't know. Um, could be. Grasping, probably. probably Grasping not. hard. Yeah, yeah, no. She's probably just a general gang because she's got to go from gang to gang to learn those skills. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of what I'm thinking. I think, I'd think i like to think there's more than one gang on, on a planet. You know what I mean? <laughs> like or, the whole fucking planet? Or it's gotta be in like... the <laughs> universe? Galaxy? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, no, there's only one gang. And that's the Cloud Rider gang. Don't cross them, because they are the only gang in Star Wars. In the whole they galaxy. Are. They are. They are the only gang in the galaxy. And Dr. Evison <coughs> and Pona Baba need to be everywhere, too. So hopefully we see them. Yep. No, they Jesus just teleport. <laughs> it's a small galaxy, James. It is. It is. I will admit, it's a small galaxy. Go from Jedha to Tatooine. It's a, it's a riveting time. I'm just trying to defend Dr. Everson and why he's on Jetta. Oh, well, you know, they're a bunch of derelicts going from scummy planet to scummy planet, and they got bad luck. They really got bad <laughs> luck on that one, man. Really? <laughs> God, bad luck. Yep. They screwed the pooch on that deal, I think. That's all right, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They made it. They made it off <laughs> somehow. I don't know. To just die later on. 
I gotta say, is. so shout out to uh, Second Fiddle Double IBA from Vermont. Uh, really enjoying this 8.2% 16 ounce can in the light green. Uh, very fresh. Doesn't taste like a double IPA. Tastes like a light IPA. But with double the punch, drink a second fiddle double IPA today. So it's crushable, you're saying? Yeah. You're going to crush it? Quite, yeah. Crushable. I could have uh, maybe four to, four to five. Four to five before I'd start feeling the blackout. Yeah. They should they should sponsor you, man. They should well, sponsor they this podcast. Yeah, hey, but you good. know what? Hey, there's yeah. no money for fucking anything today, you know? It's all right. <laughs> Capitalistic where we live in. So we're jealous of James because he's in like beer capital Burlington, Vermont. But Yeah, yeah, Burlington, Vermont. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking doing my thing, working for the people of this world. Except Portland's turning into that. Yeah, I know. Fucking hey, Jesus Christ. All that Keep, shit's going down. Keeping up with all the new Peace. breweries opening. Yes, and all that shit, and all that shit. But you know what? We're here not to drink or talk about beer, but... We're here to talk about, about Yoda. What's, yeah, what's about Yoda? What's going on? All right. That was Frank terrible Oz. segue. Worst segue <laughs> in the world. Okay. But going that's on. what makes it good. Anyway, yes, so Frank does, Oz, who we know voices Yoda, talked with IGN and said, and talked about how... He had to keep his role in The Last Jedi completely secret. And they had to ask him, are you fine with that? Are you fine with not being on the poster, not in any credits beforehand? Like, he had to, like, say, yep, okay, that's fine. So this news to me makes me think it's still possible we can see Maz Kanata in Solo. <laughs> that's how I, That's the line I drew. <laughs> All right. If they can, I, I mean, they they bad. they literally, I mean, they hid Yoda. Like we didn't know. I mean, we knew Frank Oz. I mean, I did knew that he was out there filming, but we didn't because he does other stuff. May ne- might not necessarily be Yoda. Mm-hmm. But they kept it pretty hidden, so I think they can keep. That makes it possible they could keep Maz Kanata hidden from Solo, possibly. Well, that's less easy as fuck, but why the fuck do they want Maz Kanata and Solo? I mean, the only connection we have here is that they just kept something secret, and they paid him fucking extra beer to shut the fuck up for a while. I mean, <laughs> I think it was it's totally feasible to have Maz Kanata show up as Solo because clearly through The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and in the recent video game by failed Electronic Arts Battlefront, too, um, that they want to have Maz Kanata be more of like a central role in the universe of Star Wars, be sort of the uh, George Kadas of the expanded universe, Nalik legends that I've spoken about in past episodes and podcasts about. Again, connecting to the Timothy Zahn Thrawn universe because Timothy Zahn is a genius. He is. He certainly is. I think. I think Maz Kanata should be brought up in his history because in the force awakens you get like that sense that she helped develop him as a character and the way he is and she obviously has like slept with chewy or something they've got some relationship (laughs) or maybe not maybe it's just always like pretended it to be that way and it's been like that for a hundred years because they're clearly able to be ageless 
Well, Chewie as Mascarada. She's possibly slept with a lot of people because in, <laughs> in the Last Jedi, when she talks about the Codebreaker. Oh my god, that was. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. That's my least favorite scene in the whole movie. The Skype I, call, I don't like the Skype Maz Kanata call, was a little much for me. I gotta be. That honest. was that was really weird. That was really even weird, in the book. It was weird. I didn't like it in the book either. But look at the look at the man with the red with the red rose and the white jacket, and then someone someone clipped in the uh, Harrison Ford Indiana Jones oh yes opening scene. Yes. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was perfect. Oh, Just God, perfect. I about that. Yes. Like like fucking Ryan Johnson did that shit on purpose. Kind of perfect. Oh my God, I would give that credit to him. I would. I would. I hope he did that on purpose. He's got to have right. I would hope. I would hope. I would hope. But continue. Uh, yeah, that's it. You want to see? You guys want to see Maz Kanata and Solo? I don't. Why not? I don't. But I, I. I think we will. I think we will. I think. I think we're going to see her emerge as more of a, a big time serious character in the Star Wars universe. Something that. Um, Something that people are going to start to associate with, like Jabba the Hutt and other like overlord criminals and things like that, and also I mentioned George Cardas and the Timothy Zahn trilogy that he had written, uh, things like that. So, yeah. Well, why don't you want to see her in there, Josh? I, I don't know. I, I just like <laughs> I like her being in a novel or a comic, and I know that sounds you know that's kind of cliche, but I, I just. I don't need – well, here's the other thing, too. I don't need all these connections. And if this is going to be a strictly kind of an underworld uh, crime story, I just wonder where Maz fits into that. I mean, I guess you could because she's kind of a pirate lord or whatever. But, I mean, you know, let's let's kind of move on from that because we're, we're going to get enough of her and or enough of that in, in Episode Nine. The one thing I would like to know, though, is how Maz cannot have found that lightsaber. That's the only thing I need to know. Yeah. Put it in a comic, put it in a novel, I don't care, but I need to know mm. what the hell was up with that. Like <laughs> Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. The, you know, that, that is a great point that you brought up that no one has been talking about for quite some time. But we are going to right now is how the fuck did Maz Kanata end up with Luke's like Luke's lightsaber? Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber that he fought in with the Clone Wars that somehow survived. What the fuck? I got I got a possible connection. So send it, send it to me. So if if Maz has such a deep history with Han, she might have a deep history with Lando. So if Lando has Cloud City, Bespin, if you will, okay, maybe he comes across it with her, and and he knows she's got some weird connection to the Force, which we know. And he's like, Maz? yeah, like he might be like, here, take it. I don't know. Something like that. That would be cool. I just, I want it to be a little, I guess I just kind of like it to be a little bit more mystical than that. But I mean, I don't know how you could. That's actually a really good theory because it's obviously not, it doesn't fly off a cloud city because then it would be what floating in the clouds somewhere. But I don't know. That's a cool one. I like that connection. It's just simple. It's too simple. Yeah, I know. You can't like make a giant comic series about it, but. <laughs> you could put those giant uh, space whales in there, though, because because <sighs> aren't aren't those in uh, Cloud City now? They got those whales in Cloud Fuck City. Fuck you, pergolas. <laughs> per- pergles, pergles. 
Pergles. Whatever. Whatever the fuck. Was that a pergola at the end of the the hot solo trailer? Yeah, I'll give you a fucking pergola. <laughs> I hope it is. I <laughs> I hope that's like not part of the castle run. That, that little bit there. Right. That would ruin it. I, because I mean, well, I look. You could run from a giant alien monster, but you know, don't don't. Don't have to be running through the Kessel Run to do that, I guess. Yeah, don't oh, soil just... our Kessel Run. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> I've already got I've already got a preconceived notion. I've got an image in my head. All right, it's not a giant octopus. Yeah, it's black holes, motherfucker. <laughs> it's not black holes. It's not fucking giant octopus. It's like that scene in uh, Guardians Two where they're flying through those different wormholes and they're like their faces are all messed up and they're like, oh my god, oh. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I think the Kessel Run's kind of like that. That's how the Falcon breaks apart because they're going too fast. No, the Falcon doesn't break apart. It does exactly what she needs to every yeah, time. It's yeah, but but see, you, you saw the you saw that that uh, video of that uh, Falcon toy, right? Where it like comes <clears throat> off, like of the back end fall off, and it does like little blue light with the hyperspace sounds. You seen that? Hmm. Mm. Nope. I'm going to call bullshit <laughs> on that. Wait, what do you... Look it up, man. From when? Look it up. Look, so, so the, for, for, the, for the new movie... Truth the, it. Truth it. The Han Solo, uh, or the Millennium Falcon toy from the new line has got uh, hyperspace sounds, blue lights coming off to, to kind of mimic the hyperspace, yeah. but parts of the Falcon break off. Oh, I didn't and read that. that. Bit in the middle, yeah, the, the bit in the middle, the little cargo holes... That also flies off. Yeah, I knew so, that, oh. but I didn't know yeah. like other pieces of it just broke off. Yeah, look, look it up. It's fucking yeah. cool. Nice, nice. All right. Um, I'm gonna not segue into the next part, but so <laughs> apparently, per ET, Luke. Remember in the Last Jedi when Luke uh, talks to Leia at the end there. But doesn't really because he's not there. But uh, he kisses her on the forehead. Yes, that was not in the script. Oh, really? That's awesome. Shit, it's beautiful. Yep. Well, well, no, because if it was in the no, it had it could not have been in the script because how can he kiss someone who's not there? Still, it's very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, I think Ryan Johnson's like, just do what feels right, and he just did that, and they're like, oh my god. And then half the that was the worst fucking thing he could have done. Half the people on the set are like crying. But it's all right. Ryan Johnson's just thinking, like, man, that's an extra fucking tour of me speaking at places, explaining what I had to do here. <laughs> He's got to explain everything he does some, for, for some reason. He doesn't actually have to explain anything, and it's fine. <clears throat> but anyway, what do you think about that, Josh, how he's going out and just explaining every scene? Um, I, I mean, I haven't watched him yet. I like the – I think it's cool for some of the breakdowns. Um, you're Because you're talking about the breakdowns, right? Of well, the, like he, he'll go out and do interviews – and be like, oh, that's why I. This is the cave scene. Why it's the way it is. 
you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, because that kind of uh, played into people's hype about how he, you know, how, oh, the movie clearly isn't good because he has to explain everything yeah, yeah. to people. And, you know, and that's, I mean, that's, I hate it when people fucking do that. I, you know, that's not why he's doing it. He's doing it because he, you know, I think the one thing that Ryan Johnson uh, really got right for me right away from the beginning is his passion for storytelling. And I think he's just doing that because he likes to talk about it. I genuinely think that he, you know, he likes the story he created. He likes the characters. He grew up with Star Wars. Obviously, we know that. And he, it's a big part of his life. So I like hearing that perspective. Not a lot of directors go into detail. I think, uh, you know, I think that if he's answering some of the questions the fans have, or they're like, well, why this? Why this? And then he answers them. I think that might be, you know, like, don't give in to the trolls. Don't don't even try to explain it. Just let it be. I mean, if you explain it in the books, if you explain it in the special fe- the special features, that's good enough. But you don't have to give in to the trolls, man. I know, but, but I, I, overall, it, I like it. I get the vibe he is kind of half giving in because the cave scene especially like leave that to the viewer but he's like no i'm gonna explain exactly what it is it's her battling herself and wanting to be a descendant of you know her parents being actually somebody and not her not being nobody like that's her fear that was why the cave scene was the way it is and it's like okay you didn't have to just say that point blank to our face it's at the end yeah but i mean the people are still going to have their their headcanon about it right people are still going to be you know they they have their own stories about the cave no but i I don't mind it i mean if you have your own opinion about it that's great if you know but Clearly, he has a vision for it, and if you if you read the novel, there's also some stuff in there too that kind of gives that away. Yep. Yeah, the novel cool. clearly explains it. The one thing the novel did at one part uh, when Kylo uh, is flying towards the bridge of the Radis, and he has his finger on the trigger, and then he doesn't sense anger from Leia towards him, so he doesn't shoot. <laughs> I really I felt cool. like you I that's fine. But you don't have to explain it. Like just leave it like he just takes his finger off the trigger and you can like think, "Oh." See, I liked a lot of I liked a lot of uh his uh Kylo additions in the book cuz there's cuz Kylo's a complex villain and some people were complaining that they didn't get enough of the reason why he was <clears throat> complex in the movies per se. I mean, you can tell he's a fucked up guy, but in the book he really is a fucked up guy. Like he is, he's had, you know, but his, it's not like he had crack parents. You know what I mean? They, they were cool people. <laughs> yeah. Leia, yeah. fucking Han Solo. And he's, Han I mean, he's, he's acting like a little bitch. He had the coolest parents ever. Yeah, like, but they fucked on, up. They fucked yeah, up. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. <laughs> but so did Luke, to be fair. So yeah. thanks a lot, Luke. Well, that's the wonder, you know, you, you, you go back and you think like, this kid had the perfect life. What the fuck happened here? And you go back and look and I don't know these. I feel like the character flaws here that we're seeing now are very relatable, very relatable. Anyway. So speaking of Ryan Johnson <clears throat> at empire awards, his, uh, his producer 
partner, Rom Bergman, gave an update on their new trilogy of films. Really? How did I not hear about this? It's well, it, crazy. Because it's not much. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. He said we've... You got me all excited. We've started. Slowly, slowly, but we've started. Hopefully soon we're going to get busier. <laughs> that, right. is the, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> hey, it's at least they've started, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but why so why why did he have to say we're going very very slowly? It's like, I don't know. I, they must have a a deadline or a time, and they're like, oh, it's like five years from now, we're fine. Yeah, I or guess something. Jesus Christ, it seems like a really fucking long ass time. Well, we're getting you know films, I mean? a series of films, and then we're getting. TV series and shit. I mean, we're, we're going to get a lot. Yeah. Star Wars is not going to go away anytime soon. And I am absolutely <laughs> thrilled, but I'm slightly yeah. worried that it might be too much. I'm just saying it might be too much. <laughs> no, Josh, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I express the similar uh, scare tactic worry several months ago. I was thinking, you know, I'm excited. I'm glad Star Wars is going to be there for fucking every goddamn fucking year of my life but is it going to be to a point where it's just going to get too much and is it going to die is it going to die a horrible fucking death like the fucking dc franchise right now like i don't oh know i don't know you know i don't know could, could it be bad like that it i think could be i think bad like that. i think we don't know we don't know i think what you said was i don't know if i can keep up with it for this podcast and then i put a job posting up <laughs> For applicants. <laughs> uh... See, that's why I laughed. I thought. I th- I th- I thought you I was... know. <laughs> no, you. You're right. Ed's being an asshole. Um... <laughs> it, by the way, that was two podcasts ago. Yeah, it was when you recent. Put that job posting up. So <laughs> it's been up. We're the takers. I'm still here, people. I'm still here. What do you think this is? This is an audition. You 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 thought I was a guest. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh shit. James is in a fucking hotel. Like I, oh, I, he's not shit. doing well. He's <laughs> easy fucking hotel in the middle of nowhere. Out in the look desert. Easy. It looks like a Hampton Inn. It does Come look. On, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a Hampton. I wouldn't scoop that low. We're going Hilton Garden Courtyard. Come on, people. Come on, people. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm a Hampton fucking, Inn guy. I'm not some fucking savage. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, gives us a little excitement for the new trilogy. You guys getting the um. Those new remastered CD soundtracks. Um, they, uh, you know, announced. yeah, I will. <laughs> it's CDs. Like, who uses a CD anymore? Fuck off! I do. I still like CDs. Yeah. Anything physical that I can get my hands on, you know, no, what something you? I can. You know what James is saying? <laughs> Yeah, I'm put so. it, put it in my hand. That I'll know that it's true and real. Just wait. Laser discs are gonna start coming back too. Ooh. Uh, I don't know about those. Well, laser discs before VHS. That's for sure. And Jesus H- Christ. HD DVDs will come back too. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta give that another thirty-five years. Oh man! Look, this is what people who thought what was cool failed in. 
introduce them to HD DVDs or whatever the fuck. I have like five HD DVDs somewhere sitting around. What are going to be just completely irrelevant now too at some point because I know it's we got everything on digital. It's like yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, it's the point. It's having a disc. It's the collection. Well, the thing is, though, we were up here, up, uh, we lost some power a couple uh, months ago with some big snowstorms and shit. Internet went down. Can you, op- we have, but we had powered at the house with a generator. Could we access the Apple TV or the other devices in our house for our cloud-based media, like all the saved, you know, videos and shit that we had in our library? No, we could not. Yeah. We didn't, if we physically didn't have it in the DVD we couldn't play it or watch it. So that's the trouble with the cloud. You always have to have internet. It was the first utility to go down a storm. It's fucking internet. It's time for the tough questions, guys. I got to ask you. Did you end up getting both the digital and the Blu-ray uh, or Ultra 4K version of Last Jedi? Or did you hold out and wait for the, the, the uh, physical copy? All right, Jimmy I'll go first. Out. I'll go first. Because... <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy held out. I uh, ah. I I go digital, <coughs> Ultra HD, and wait for the box set later. My man, my man. I don't know why I spend the money twice, but I did it. So sue me. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't sue. Me. So you got the physical. Co- you're getting the physical copy, and you got the digital. I'm picking it up at uh, my local uh, Best Buy tomorrow. I forgot. I completely forgot I ordered it for pickup. I'm sitting here going, why are all these people getting their copies? Where, where's my copy? I'm looking for, I'm frantically looking for the, the order on my email going, well, where's, I'm tracking the order. I fucking put it for store pickup like an mm. idiot. Wait, I thought it was 27. It's the- already out? No, it's not. Well, oh. the, but people have been getting it. Pre-orders, people having it delivered to their houses. I've seen that people have been getting their Best Buy steelbooks. I'm like, assholes, rubbing it in my face. Shouldn't have done that. Wow. It's all right. I'll pick it up tomorrow. It's fine. It'll be fine. All right. Well, fucking all right then. And James, you're holding out, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, I held. I held out. Yeah, tomorrow. I'm in for uh, Burlington, Vermont, right now. But uh, when I get home tomorrow night, I'm gonna be hitting up that local Bull Moose in Scarborough, Maine, zero four zero seven four zip code. Wait, wait, wait! You getting up? You getting the four K disc? Uh, if they have it in the physical version, yeah. But if they don't, then I can't. Bring it know? up Friday. Well, do you have a four K TV? Four K yes. Blu Ray player? He does. Wait, I get a. I get a four. Yeah, I do. But wait. You do, don't you, Ed? You yeah, but I have the big... digital. Bring up the physical. It'll be guaranteed awesome. Wait, Not why? Not dependent would... on internet. But it's the same fucking thing. Well, no, I don't think the digital can do... I don't think the digital is good as the physical copy, as the Blu-ray disc, well, yeah. right? There's no, like, possible lag or whatever. Right. <sighs> Jesus Christ. All right, fine. Fucking whatever. It's, I know it's heavy, and you got to travel really far with it. <laughs> so guys EA James's favorite video game company mm. <laughs> posted a job for a Star Wars open world game Ed is getting his wish kind of I say kind of because it's EA James, what do you think about that? I'm going right to you. 
it's going to be rushed. It's going to be pushed ahead of schedule. It's going to be made public before it's ready. It's going to be bad. It's going to be terrible. And it's going to fucking ruin Star Wars again. <laughs> again? Wait, you guys say more? You think Battlefront ruined Star Wars? Battlefront 2 ruined Star Wars. They didn't ruin Star Wars. It just wasn't. It was a shallow game. Just like Battlefront MP- One, I, I don't know. I liked Just, it. I liked all. The, I like all the Battlefront games. Listen, listen. I I enjoy all the Battlefront games. However, EA didn't give us our money's worth in any of the Battlefront games until it was too late. Now they've just released that you don't have to pay anything. Oh, we're going to release all the heroes at once. Anyone can have them. So the people who invested the time, the money, and the skill. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. <laughs> so, and I quote: "A lead, lead a team. This is the job posting. Lead a team to deliver online features for a Star Wars open world project." And they had mentioned that they, um, I think, in a previous statement when. Um, Amy Henning left their previous project. Remember that? Did you hear about Visceral. that, Josh? Visceral's project, yeah. Uh, and they had said they want to deliver an experience that players want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come. And hearing those two quotes, I'm thinking MMO. RPG. Uh, uh, danger zone, danger zone. I agree, but the way they're talking, open world, online, come back for a long time. What other games are like that? Fucking wow. Make a rhyme, stick around all the time. My name's worth a dime. (laughs) Making that time for my high. So my wish is like a Zelda or Wildlands for Star Wars. And if I think, if I read these quotes... That doesn't really fit. No. No. Visceral was going to have an open world, but it was going to have a a sort of a linear storyline, right? And that I think that the fact that Visceral was – didn't EA close Visceral down? Because EA was – like Visceral was part of EA. Yeah. Like they were a branch. They shut it down, which was mistake number one. But Correct. I think if they give if they give it time, right? Because everyone was freaking out, like, "Oh, Visceral canceled it. We're not going to get the open world." Because this is for all the open world people out there, um, which I am a big fan of. Um, if there's some sort of direction, because I don't want to just flounder out there, um, I would like to see another Knights of the Old Republic uh, uh, quality game. Because you know, not not another Knights of the Old Republic game, but a quality game like Knights of the Old Republic. Honestly, honestly, both video games, I didn't get to play much of each. I did play The Old Republic, but not in a very limited, limited amount because of my computer. I really enjoyed it. I loved the time frame, the era that it existed in. Uh, it played off nice to The Old Republic in some ways. It brought in some story aspects from that, and I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really great and explored a deeper past of the universe that everybody loved that it tied in enough but it didn't give anything away. I think and the problem with the Old Republic was the end game. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Because the end game, you got in, then it's like, how do you keep people? And it goes into balance and PvP and. You have to think though that that was that was of a different time. I mean, they've they haven't. I mean, that was the beginnings of that sort of. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't quite call it an MMO, obviously, but like it's they were they were starting out that style of game. And you talking knights of, knights of the Old Republic or the Old Republic? Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Old Republic was the MMO one, I think. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but that's but what that, I was talking but about. But that's style of game was even you know in like jedi academy i think i remember that kind of being some sort of rpg style uh star wars game you know they weren't perfect but that was that was back in the day and i i think the the graphics definitely don't hold up but i enjoy playing it for the story (laughs) yeah 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 night um Knights of the Republic was great for the story i like that i want that that's what i want i want something like that or like zelda but I'm not necessarily wanting the turn-based thing that Knights of the Republic did. Now that I agree with. That is yeah, that was that was not my favorite. Not my favorite at all. I see the value of it because if you have a group that you want to control and you want like your allies to do things at the same time, it's better. But if you're just doing like your own guy, fucking no. Do do yes. like a Zelda, do like a Skyrim, Star Wars. That's what we want, right? Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, I I think that I think that'd be badass. I mean, go to all the planets, and but then what what era do you put it in, or do you do it in all three? Yeah, and see, this is what this goes back to what we talked about in the last episode, where you kind of need to wait till episode nine comes out if you want to go in that era. Right. You know what I mean? So you know. You have everything to work with, unless they're giving everything to the game developer to work with. But uh, otherwise, you got to go back in time. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't use the new seven, eight era until you get nine out of the way. I feel like. No, it's yeah. true. Because se- seven and eight are within like a few days, right? And nine, so. nine will like so. wrap it up, and maybe even like incorporate a new Star War, oh. whatever you know, New Rebellion versus the First Order and shit, and and a mature Kylo. Like we, we don't even know new ships, new fighters, new everything. I I am so I am just gonna be so blown away by what what they do because it's going to be a complete and total sub- like i don't even know the, the all bets are off like as soon as they killed snoke all bets are off uh spoiler alert. Uh, you know what i mean like yeah. that who knows where they could go and i'm a little concerned about how they treat leia's story that's my only thing look i i, I right. have have utmost confidence i think jj's great i think whoever is going to do the script is great uh but if you treat if you do leia dirty I'm going to be very upset. And I've, I'm have i not upset by Star Wars often, but I will be very, very upset. James like, wants to do Leia dirty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I did bikini. not say... I did not say a thing or infer anything on the video camera at all. I didn't even see um, it. I was looking I was looking at... Uh, I was looking at my screen. It's uh, a good thing you... It's a good thing you were. It's a good thing you were. Um, no, Leia is the... The, I think they're gonna write her out somehow, but 
Well, they have to. They have to. They can't. They can't CG that shit. Well, they already said they wouldn't, right? Yeah, because yeah. that'd be no. that'd be that'd be shitty, man. Can't replace Carrie Fisher. It's gonna, no it's way. gonna, it's gonna open with. <clears throat> it's gonna open with. Uh, with the death of. <laughs> exactly. It'll open with the death of. They'll see her casket being carried away, and like. Uh, directly above her casket, there'll be like a little hologram of her personage. You know what I mean? And it'll be of her from fucking A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back when, back when she was young. So I think that that's when that, you know what I mean? There'll be a thing of her funeral procession going back. The funeral casket will be going to the grave. And above the grave, there will be a hologram. And the hologram will be of the classic Hera Fisher that we all knew and fell in love with back in 1977. I mean... Say the truth. Speak the truth, boys. I mean, I just don't know because then how would they explain it? You have to explain it. If it's just like, how did she fucking die? You know what I mean? I kind of like the idea... I have another idea that they could do is uh, they do the crawl and they explain, oh, she's on some diplomatic trip to do this and that, and then they show the ship. And she died. And it blows up. Or, like, there's some, <laughs> like, died. some, some like, attack on it. I don't know by whom. Yeah, they're, they're going to pull a, a, a attack of the clones. Yeah. Right away, the ship's going to blow up on the planet. Yep. Except she doesn't have a double. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, there was no money for a stunt on that one. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, that could happen, or I'm, it could just all be in the crawl. She died, but, but see, that's from this but, or but that. if she's if she just blows up in a fucking ship, that's just so not the way she should go out. And that yeah. was kind of what frustrated people about Last Jedi is, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but when she ended up in space. People thought that was a wasted opportunity to send her out so beautifully because you know the way her face was lit up and shit. Uh, and then they were like, well, let's Mary Poppins are in there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't, the more I watch that Mary Poppins scene, the more the less Mary Poppins it is to me. But Yeah, I, I love it. I actually was the only one out of like half my friends who, did, who actually enjoyed it. But I think that that could have been a really good opportunity to kill her off. You know what I mean? They had that option. But, uh, yeah, you know. I well, liked it, too. Decided- I liked it too, but they decided wrong. You know what I mean? Like, she should have died, but she didn't. Anyway. Anything else on uh, Leia? What, what do you want? Okay, so, Josh. Yes. The way you're talking about what you don't want to see in episode 9 with Leia, like, there's no other, like, there's no way to do it. I know. That's why. That's why I'm worried. So, what, what's the, I, okay, so what's the least scathing way to do it for you i mean you can't just do it in the crawl right you can't just blow her up in a fucking ship you can't i mean i think they might but continue well i know and that's well and again that's what they i mean they could that they were implying that they were going to do it in episode eight right but that was a that was like a movie that was her movie like that was our or was it episode nine that was going to be the it's movie? Episode shoot? nine was the one, yeah. That yeah, that's right, that's right. But, but so with Fuck even now, with, with that even said, yeah, I mean they they could have easily made, uh, you know, some some 
changes in episode eight. But the problem is they've already shot half the movie. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the problem. So they can't just it would be it would do her a dis it would do her a disservice if they cut down the movie of episode eight and cut a lot of that stuff out, right? And just kill her there. But they also might do her a disservice if they, you know, if they kill her a stupid way in episode nine. Either way, Star Wars fans are never gonna be happy. They're they're never gonna be happy. I'm sorry, but it's just it's a tough crap. It's a tough crap. Someone's gonna complain so, like, about everything. Would you be alright with like if I don't know, this crawl comes out and they're like the resistance has turned into the new rebellion and the new rebellion's grown this much and General Leia is now the leader of this new rebellion and she's amazing and the people love her but the first order is looming still and and then it it comes down to her giving a speech somewhere and it's like her her from the behind like from the back and then she gets assassinated that was yeah, just, that, that was just an idea i got that, <laughs> I yeah but then who would do who would do the voice though that's the problem. well no no you don't hear her right. talk or anything it's oh, just her, her talk. in front of a giant crowd like maybe a distant voice a female voice in the background but like you know music and shit and then boom man Explosion. that'd be fucking that'd be crazy dude and then and then know. that, that, then that, that rockets sad. you into the movie Right. Well, so now Poe has to take over or whatever. But they did that for episode eight. So how many times are you going to be, you know, rocketed into the first order shenanigans? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's got to be some. This could at least be like years down the road. Well, it's definitely going to be years down the road because, you know, that's the only way I think they can they can pull that off. I, I think they'll start the movie with her dead, man. To be honest with you, I think that's they, have the they have to. Yeah, they, they have to. They'll explain to. the credits real quick. Princess Leia, General Leia is dead. The end. And they start, and that's it. Well, people also, but now that I think about that, two people hated that with Akbar. They're like, "All oh, our leadership is dead." <laughs> Admiral Akbar. Everyone's like, Admiral Akbar died, and everyone's acting like it's fucking. Everyone like, died on the bridge. Deal. Everybody. They're like everybody died Admiral on the Akbar. bridge. Admiral Akbar and everybody. And that was like the <laughs> Just make sure Admiral just to make sure get Admiral Akbar in there. He's fucking dead as shit. Aww. He's a lobster floating through yep. space. Yep, pretty much. And that's so sad. Yep. It is. At least the book gave him more lines. That's true. And thoughts. That's true. <clears throat> Alright, well, let me see. There's not. Yeah, there's nothing else really for new. Oh, the Thrawn excerpt. Did you read that, James? I did. I did. I did. So they released an excerpt from the new, the sequel Thrawn book coming out. And both alliances. Of, both of you are Thrawn fans. Uh, I happen to know Josh hasn't read the excerpt, but he's fine with knowing about it. James, what do you think? And give us a small summary. Do you? Are you able to do that? <laughs> I can do that. So, this book takes place between the events of uh, the finale of season three of Rebels before the final season of Rebels. After the Battle of Atollam, when Thrawn faced down the Badu and uh, the Bendu and um, was defeated. So 
And an Asian did a kamikaze. Pretty much. And so uh, this uh, certain point in the book takes place, takes place back on Coruscant. Grand Admiral Thrawn, Darth Vader, in the room with Emperor Palpatine. Both of them are wondering why he has summoned them here. Palpatine says, I have a mission for you both where you both have to work together. Darth, May- Darth Vader mentions Grand Admiral Thrawn's failure at Tolon. You know, when he let the rebels escape. And he's like, damn. Yep. <laughs> um, but the Emperor still said, it's a battle where you need Grand Admiral Thrawn to get you there and Darth Vader to finish the job or something like that. You know, there was like a two-part. They needed them both there together. So it was pretty cool. I was pretty excited. It'll be very interesting to see how that goes. Clearly, they both survived because Grand Admiral Thrawn is back at the end of season four of Rebels where he fucking gets humped by a bunch of sperm whales in the <laughs> galaxy and shipped off to fucking Never Never World. Anyways, your thoughts, Ed? Sperm octopi. Yeah, fuck whatever. <laughs> whatever they are. Um, did you get the connection, Batu? Batu. Yep, yep. So the Emperor sends Vader and Thrawn to this planet near the unknown regions, and uh, they don't. Cl- they clearly don't really want to work together, right? Correct. Vader and Thrawn. But uh, the planet he names is Batu, which is the same planet that <clears throat> is being showcased at Star Wars Land, aka Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Like that's where that's the planet you're on when you go to Star Wars Land. So we're gonna see a Thrawn character running around. That'd be that'd be uh, that would make my day. Yeah. I would go up and shake that. That Thrawn's hand, like nobody's business, and I would just follow him around the park, really creepily. I just follow him around. <laughs> well, also, it's mentioned in the uh, in the book that um, the planet that could be going to Batu, that Thrawn has to take them there, was the original planet where Thrawn met Anakin Skywalker. Ooh. Yep. Really? So, Thrawn and Vader are going back to the place where Thrawn and Anakin Skywalker initially met. That is badass. Because they mentioned that in the the last one. Right. Yeah, it hints that Thrawn drew the connection. And you know what I'm most excited for? The, 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 The... just following that that story of of Thrawn trying to figure out what the Death Star project is because he's he's worried that there's something out there that's gonna like that whole storyline where he's using the Empire as a tool for his own gain to try and protect his people and save the galaxy from a greater evil. But the right. the Tide Defender project versus the Death Star project, his like his. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Kind of his, uh, his rivalry baby. with oh. with uh, with uh, Tarkin. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just that whole man. There's just gonna be. There's so much good stuff. There's so much good meat in that Thrawn trilogy, and so much in the in the Thrawn book now, and the new book. It's just he's a good character, man. That's all I gotta say. He's a good character. He's a good character. Yep. Don't time, fuck him up. <laughs> Tactician. It's suave extraordinaire. Yeah, I'm excited to see Blue Man Group at Disneyland. 
<laughs> yeah, God, Jesus Christ. You guys never have you guys seen Blue Man Group? You, I've seen it. You never been like, oh, if he just put on like an admiral's uniform. <laughs> I know, right? Bunch of chiss. Never, never thought that ever, Ed. That's fucked up. But all right, let's move on. But you agree. <laughs> yeah, sure. I guess. All right, let's move on here. Fucking That's weird. actually it. Oh, you can we can read the email we got, or we can wait for Kev for that one. Up to you. Mm, I'm, I think we should wait for Kev for that one. He deserves it, even though he's being a fucking slacker this weekend, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gabbit. Kev Gabbit. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I didn't miss anything. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much for listening to us tonight. Episode one, number 32. I think it's number 32, right, Ed? Yeah, 32. Episode number 32. 30, 32. Guys, thank you so much for listening to us tonight. We are the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Check us out online. Let's listen to the fog cutters. Take us out into that night. And thank you, Josh coming on yes yes you're so welcome thank you for having me on. we'll have you on again oh sweethearts <laughs> <laughs> next time uh james decides not to be on we can have you no i'm just kidding we maybe we can have you on for the uh solo pregame show Ooh, Ooh i like we'll see. the sound of that we'll see we'll see all right see. uh may the force be with you all Josh, you have to say cheerio for Kevin. Cheerio. <laughs> this party's over. <laughs>